0: Hello and welcome to the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I am on a mission to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Join me as I share my experience, tips and challenges on this exciting journey towards self-sufficiency and sustainable living. From seed sowing and plant care to harvesting and preserving, we'll cover it all. Coming up on today's episode, I'll be sharing with you some of the tasks I've been tackling on my allotment. Plus, I'll be discussing my latest project of building a fruit garden on my driveway. Added to that, I've also been pricking out some more seeds of which I need to update you on. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. It's Saturday the 18th of February 2023 today and you find me down on my allotment. Now this has been my first visit down to the allotment this week. Purely because, although I'm saying that the lighter evenings are coming along, we're just not quite there for it to be enough for me to get onto the allotment. And to be fair, apart from general tidying and weeding, there is now not much that I can really do on the allotment. I know coming next month, that will all change. So what have I been doing today? The first thing I did was put some of the broken glass panels into granddad's greenhouse. This is obviously my original greenhouse I had on the allotment. And some of the the panels were broken and i've changed those and fitted new ones we have a couple of panels in the corner which basically have to cut the glass in order to fit those now last april i learned how to cut glass and i remember saying that i found it incredibly easy it was a case of being confident not today I had a lot of trouble just trying to cut the glass. So I gave up in the end and I will try again next weekend. I think I need a sharper glass cutter. The glass cutter I had was only used for that one time. So it, I thought it would be sharp. But I think it needs a new glass cutter every time I use it. So, yeah, that's a bit annoying. But at least Granddad's greenhouse is mostly in place and it's gonna be a great place to start growing food. Main reason I wanted to get all the glass panels in place was so I could move my seed potatoes down here in order to continue them chitting and free up some space in my greenhouse at home. Anyway, with the granddad's greenhouse now mostly completed, I went to the top half of a plot and I built myself a new compost bin. I had some more of this corrugated iron that I've used quite a bit on this top half of the plot to build beds, etc., etc. And this corrugated iron actually came from a shed I had at home when I took it down. So I have quite a bit of it and I didn't want to waste it. And I figured that a nice big compost bin is what I really, really needed. So four pieces of corrugated iron with four corner posts, all screwed together to make a post. This measures one metre by 1.2 metres, so it's quite a big compost bin. And then I've just taken some of our materials, our compostable materials, and thrown that in there to start potting it into use. This is going to be, moving forward, a, a, a challenge of mine is to try and make as much compost as we possibly can because we need so much of it. But it's also a case that now I've got this compost bin in place, I can start moving forward with everything that I'm doing on this allotment. I.e. I can start clearing out more weeds and and tidying up Scruffy Corner because basically I've got to empty all the compost bins that I have there in order to to tidy that area up. So yes, compost bin built and started to fill it up and then... What I then did was just look at this area and make some plans for the future. As you know over the winter I built three beds and I've realised if I take out the path or readjust the path I should say I can fit in two more beds and potentially even some sort of smaller bed down at the far end as well. So i have been measuring that up and working out what we're going to do with that and, and time frames and things. This was not necessarily a plan that I had last year, but it's just it's presented itself. And I think we're going to move forward with it. I also had one last piece of weed suppressor membrane down, which I've lifted up and packed away. When I build a new bed in a couple of weeks time, I will use that as a temporary thing just to start that bed off so that when it comes to planting out time, it's gonna be nice and easy. Now, after that, I continued just doing a bit more weeding, particularly around the edges, but one of the tasks that is high on my to-do list is the cherry trees. Now, I planted a cherry tree when I first took on the bottom half of the allotment, and it's been fantastic. It provides us with some delicious Morello cherries, which are very, very, very tasty to say the least. But what I've noticed is around the basin and in that area, more cherry trees have popped up. I believe it's where birds have been eating on the cherries. They've dropped some of the seeds. They've gone into the ground and they have grown themselves. And I basically, I've dug a lot of these cherry trees up and popped them into large pots. On the hope that we're going to get more cherry trees out of this in fact we have 10 nice young cherry trees in these pots just just hoping that they're gonna grow and produce now there is one large cherry tree still in the area that needs to come out but this one is quite a big one and very difficult to remove so I'm going to have to probably get my pickaxe in in order to do that. Now that all those cherry trees are out of place it frees up a bit more space in that area that I can get in there and really start tidying things up. Clearing out the weeds underneath the gooseberry bushes, clearing out the blackberry bushes that have popped up. So yeah, it, again it's all about moving forward. Forward here on the allotment today so very very happy with everything that has been going on. Now with these cherry trees I plan to use these to train in various ways be it fan trained or uh, espalier trained etc etc and I'm doing this from scratch because it's going to be cheaper for me to practice doing this on. One of the areas that I'm going to be using this in is in my front Driveway garden, and that is the main topic for today. So, meet me in the front driveway garden when I'm going to be discussing with you what I'm doing and my plans. (coughs) I don't know if you've ever considered growing food on your front driveway, but it's something that I have considered and actually started doing last year. But last year was more of a chance to do some research to figure out what worked well. I'm a firm believer when it comes to gardening that rushing in and doing what you think is going to work, same as decorating a house, isn't the best thing to do. You need a a year just to see how the light works, how the temperature works, etc, etc. That's my belief. I know people may disagree with that, but that's what I always believe and try and do. So last year was a bit of a reconnaissance mission with my front driveway and over the winter it gave me the chance to pot what I learnt into practice. So first of all let me describe to you my front driveway garden. It is 10 metres long and 5 metres wide so it's quite a small area. It faces west so it only really gets sunlight in the afternoon. It's got the house to the eastern side, so the morning sun doesn't hit it at all. And around the edge on all other three sides we have a small wall. On the northern side we have the drive which is comprised of concrete which we back our car into to get off the road. And then, in, just in front of the house, we have a concrete path as well, and then just in front of that, we have a large pebble area. Now, this large pebble area is usually where I park my camper van. What I have to do is back the camper van in onto the drive and then turn it 45 degrees driving it forward to get it onto the shingle area now i explain this to explain the size of the area but also how we have to use this driveway in order for it to be a driveway it's primary purpose this front garden is a driveway we don't have a huge amount of space on our road and we need to get our cars off the road we have three vehicles in this house my work van my camper van and the wife's car so the front of our house we can only really fit one vehicle so as you, as I say two vehicles are usually on this driveway garden and that's its primary purpose. The other purpose of course access to the house but with both the vehicles on the driveway I have recognized that there is a bit of space in order to grow certain crops and What I had to first do is clear out the privet bushes that were on the eastern and southern wall. Now this was the hardest bit of this entire project if I'm honest with you. I had to cut a lot of these privet bushes down and then try and dig out the roots but unfortunately the ground around these privet bushes is so compacted that digging out the roots was not an easy task at all. In fact I haven't dug them all out. I've left a few roots in place. I'm hoping that if I just keep on top of it they will eventually die out or in the future we're going to get our driveway resurfaced so when it happens then maybe they will be dug out by the builders then. We don't know. It's all plans for the future but again these plans for the future are something that has had to make me think about what we're going to do with this front driveway garden. Now with the privet bushes removed we then could move forward to what we're going to grow. Now, this plan did start last year, if I'm honest with you. Back end of last year, I was going into a lot of shops that sell plants, not just garden centres, but but high street shops and other places like that, even supermarkets. And because it was coming to the end of the season, they were selling off some fruit bushes for not very much money. I think the most expensive one I bought was 40p. And these were currant bushes, raspberry bushes, um, gooseberry bushes, etc, etc. So quite a collection that I was able to get for not much money. I brought them home, I potted them up, and we've left them out in the back garden to see how they're doing over the winter. This week I potted them into larger pots, but I've clearly seen that some of the roots on these plants are starting to grow. In fact, the currant bushes are budding. Now, this is great because the front garden is such a shady area. We need to, to grow plants that are going to do okay in shade. And I figured that fruits are going to be our best bet. Now, I could grow things like leafy salads or peas that will do okay in the shade. But I've stuck with fruits One, because of pollution. Our road outside our house isn't a very busy road, but there are cars that do pass. So leafy greens that you may not necessarily wash, I didn't necessarily think that was going to be right. Fruits for me just seem to be the best thing to grow. Added to that, I felt that fruits are less maintenance. We don't spend a huge amount of time in our front garden, but what I'm hoping is when I pop out to go to the van, put the bins out, et etc., et I can just do a little bit of weeding and watering at that same time. So low maintenance is also very key for this front garden. So how I've currently set this up, we have on the Southern side, I've got a thornless blackberry in a very large pot. Now this is going to go along that southern wall on our side so it's going to be in shade pretty much all day. We're going to train it to run along and hopefully it will produce blackberries. If you've ever grown a thornless blackberry you know the plants can actually get quite long and quite big so I felt that that was going to be a good one to grow there. Along the eastern wall this is the the wall that faces out onto the road, we have pot a collection of currant and gooseberry bushes. So I've got red, white and black currant, a justaberry and a couple of gooseberry bushes. Again, these are all in pots. On the northern walls, I've currently got a couple of blueberries, but that's going to change in the future as and when I'm able to get fruit trees that I can fan train or step over train against that wall. And then alongside the path that's in front of the house on the western side I've also added more raspberries again in pots to grow in that area. These are a mix of summer and autumn so again we will see just how well that these get on in that area. Now, I mentioned that I'm using pots. What I've done, because we're conscious of the cost of living crisis, we're trying to do this for not very much money. So, what I've used is pots that I already had. And I've gone for the largest pots that I had available. This is a mixture of plastic, terracotta and glazed. Now, ideally, I would have brought some really large glazed pots so that they all matched and they all look good. But... As I said, cost of living crisis, I didn't want to do that at this precise moment. We've kept it with the pots that we had already here. And I've gone for as large as I possibly could. One, because it's better for the plants, gives them plenty of room to grow, plenty of moisture in the compost for them to continue to grow as well. But two, theft is going to be an issue. I can see somebody walking along and nicking a plant if it is in a small pot so I figured a bigger pot should discourage anybody from stealing our plants. Now another reason I've grown in pots obviously as I said they're going to be easy to move so when we resurface our driveway we can move those easily but also when we are needing access if we do need to move vehicles around and we need more room or whatever pots are going to be easy to move in and out of the way i know if i had to move a pot every time i got the camper van out for example it would prove to be a pretty tricky thing and annoying so i i I bear that in mind but there might be a time that we want to move things around or something so again i'm bearing this in mind so we have now completed the first stage of this front driveway build as i said completely full of fruit bushes which I'm all hoping that they're going to grow well. On the northern wall what I eventually want to do is get some fan trained trees. Now this could be apples it could be cherries it could be I don't know the, the limit is endless of what we could do and they're going to train up against that wall and spread out and produce these apple trees. That's something in the future because they're going to prove quite expensive. Another thing that we might do is in front of the front window We might pot a window box and then we can grow more food in that as well. Again, I'm not sure what we're going to do, but that's something that I want to do in the future. But for now, as with the cost of living crisis, this front driveway garden has basically cost me under £20 to pot together over this winter. And I'm very, very happy with that. The great thing, using materials already had. The most expensive item was the compost, and compost is always a problem. I need to produce more and more compost. But by reusing items already had, by buying these cheap fruit bushes that's just proved so good and so valuable that I'm very happy with how much this fun garden has cost now I'm hoping as we move forward with this front garden and our neighbours see me out there tending to the plants the plants are going to grow and look beautiful produce food it's going to create a bit of a talking point with our neighbours we're going to get conversations going on I've talked to quite a few people when I was doing research on this front garden that have said that they would often be gardening out in their front garden not necessarily a driveway but just a front garden and people would come up and talk to them and it was great conversation pieces as as they they discovered so there's something i am hoping to do with this driveway garden as well and i'm hoping that we're going to create a quite a interest with our neighbors as well as give them away some of our lovely fruit that we are going to produce so that is my driveway garden project now well underway stage one is complete now we've just got to worry about watering feeding mulching as we move forward throughout this year as well as the plans for what we may do in the future but if you have a front driveway garden or a space that isn't exactly ideal for grown food let me know what you've done and how you've managed to tackle it you, know, you can contact me on social media email me richard at or contact me via my website but coming up next You will hear the latest from the vegetable garden here at home. It is Sunday the 19th of February 2023 today. I'm in my greenhouse here at home. Now, as I said, this greenhouse is getting rather, rather full. So we're going to be moving some of our potatoes down to the allotment that's over this next week in order to get them chitting down there where they will be absolutely fine. So what has been happening over this last week? Well, we have been busy with sowing more seeds, but also pricking out lots of seeds. So we've sown some more lettuce, we've sown some more aubergines, some more chillies, and even some more tomatoes. Now last month I did sow some seeds we which have needed pricking out. We've pricked out our onions we've pricked out our tomatoes and currently I'm just pricking out some of my cabbages and cauliflowers as well so lots that is going on here uh, in terms of seeds and germination I'm just looking at the some of the seeds that we sowed last week in the multi-sown and I can see they are just starting to sprout so That is looking really, really good. I Just need more space in this greenhouse. Now, what else have we been doing here on the home plot? Well, as you've heard, the front driveway garden has been a bit of a priority. We've been potting up lots of pots and got those out into place today. I'm really happy with how the front garden is currently looking, but I think it is just going to look better and better as these plants grow. As I said in the driveway section, the plants that I have used came from a, well, quite a few different shops. Towards the end of last year, when they were basically selling them off cheap to get rid of them, we didn't know if they were going to be successful or not. They were less than forty p, and some of them are looking a little bit ropey, but they all seem to have popped down roots. And obviously, it is only February, so I'm not expecting masses of growth just yet. But we're going to keep a close eye and see just how much better they do. But I'm pretty happy that they are successful. The currents I can see are starting to bud. The raspberries are starting to pot on flat leaves so we are definitely starting to see things change with those and as I said for 40p I think they are brilliant. We've also got more of these fruit tree bushes to go out in other areas in our garden so it's not all going to be grown out in the front garden but uh I think that the front garden is primarily going to be this fruit garden. Now today I've also been prepping. Next weekend I'm going to be building or concentrating on building the veggie pod that we've now gained. And that's going to provide us with a chance to build the veggie pod garden or the courtyard garden or the patio garden as I like to call it. That is going to be a big mission. So today what I've had to do is just go through all the pots that I did have on there work out what wants to stay and what doesn't want to stay, sweep the area down and just measure things out so that next weekend we can really crack on with that and get things going. Didn't take too long. And then after that, I moved down into the vegetable garden. Now, I do try and mulch these beds as much as I can with compost from the wormery as and when it's available. And luckily, we have got plenty of compost from our wormery. So I've emptied a tray out of that, put that onto one of the beds, had quite a few eggshells into it, which isn't a problem, but I've just spread that around and broken up the eggshells a bit more, and that's going to really go a long way into building down all that nutrients down into the soil the worms are going to come up and also the eggshells might help out stopping some slugs and snails that's the reported thing I'm not quite convinced on that but we'll see how well it does so yes everything is coming along nicely here in the veg garden and there's going to be so much more happening over the next few weeks as we really start cracking on with this growing season so let me know about your vegetable garden and what you've been up to in your own vegetable garden Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Veg Grower Podcast. Today, we have covered quite a bit in terms of tasks and building a frig garden on my driveway. Before we go, I just want to share a recipe that I've recently discovered. It's really tasty and so, so simple. It's a pudding made of just two ingredients, butternut squash and chocolate. All we did is roasted the butternut squash, let it cool until it is cool enough that we could peel it and chop the butternut squash into chunks and then we placed those butternut squash into a liquidizer melted four bars of chocolate poured the melted chocolate into the liquidizer with the butternut squash blitzed it all together to make a chocolate butternut squash mixed poured that out into a pan and let it cool and that was are so easy pudding it's absolutely delicious if you've got some butternut squash in your storage try it out let me know what you think of it really easy to make but really really tasty i have left the recipe in the show notes, of course Now, as always, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve the show and reach more people who are also interested in growing their own food. If you have really enjoyed this podcast and want to support me directly, you can become a supporting member by visiting my website at theveggrower.com podcast.co.uk supporting members get exclusive access to content and extra perks including a collection of seeds sent to their door each and every month that can be sown that very month and your support helps me keep the podcast running which is most important Finally, I love hearing from listeners. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, you can always email me Richard at VegegGrowPodcast.co.uk. You can follow me on social media to see photos and updates from your Lotman and Garden, and you can also contact me through there. Thanks once again for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, please take care.